Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Only the Resurrection podcast. This is Noah, and I just wanted to share the words today in 1 Corinthians 3. And that when I read God's words, I don't come in with my own preconceptions or knowledge, but I ask God that He will show me His words and reveal it by the Holy Spirit to receive joy and hope in what the Bible says and to be filled with that joy but also be convicted of sin and and repent of sin and live walking with Jesus. Because when I read the Bible, it's not for me to brag about that I read the Bible, just say that I did it, or it's not for me to pick and choose what I like and what I don't like, but to know God more, to know the whole will of God, and to love Him more. Paul says, Brothers, I cannot address you as spiritual, but as worldly, mere infants in Christ. I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. You are still worldly. When I first read this, I wanted to skip it over because it said you are still worldly. I thought that because I was doing a lot of things like sharing the gospel and praying, Why is God still telling me that I'm worldly? I didn't even spend time to think about these words because I didn't want to, thinking I was good. But after our family shared these words in 1 Corinthians 3, God led me to stand before His words again with honesty. God showed me that more important than just doing things is listening to God and listening to His words and think about them. And not just the words I want to hear or like. For example, if a verse talks about hope and eternal life, God's words definitely gives us hope. But that doesn't mean I throw out everything I don't want to hear. That is me being my own Lord. That is me being worldly. And me using the Bible. Standing before these words again, God leads me to repent of being worldly thinking like the people in this world and only wanting to hear what I wanted to. Also, Paul says the Corinthians were worldly because one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos. When my family, when we were sharing the words together this morning, I did not listen completely because I thought I already knew God's words and I was doing good. But again, that is worldly. When anyone is speaking, It's the Holy Spirit speaking through them. And God will be speaking to me through them. So I cannot but listen. Not listening to others is not listening to God, and and that is being prideful. I repent of this sin, but I pray that God would help me to overcome sin by remembering that I am dead to sin. Because the people and my family and the community, they have poured out to me. They're the ones who planted the seed and watered it. However, the focus is not on them, but on God, who makes things grow. For that is what it says. It says, Paul says, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God made it grow. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. The man who plants and the man who waters have one purpose, and each will be rewarded according to his own labor. 
For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field. God's building. In all of these things, it is God's work. So now that the seed has been planted in water, that there's been a foundation, that Jesus is Lord and that he lives in me, it does not stop there. But building it up and walking with Jesus. Paul says, By the grace God has given me, I laid a foundation as an expert builder and someone else is building on it. But each one should be careful how he builds. For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Jesus Christ. If any man builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, his work will be shown for what it is because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each man's work. What he has built survives, he will receive the reward. If it is burned up, he will suffer loss. He himself will be saved, but only as one escaping through the flames. Paul built the foundation, the faith for the Corinthians, and now that he went off to, to another area, he says each one should be careful how he builds. God shows me to fear God and that now that the foundation has been put in my life, to be careful how we build on it, not just to carelessly put random things on it. And so in our faith, in my faith, that I live by God's words, not my thoughts, my feelings, or experiences. It's because after believing in Jesus as Lord, which is the foundation, I pray to build upon this foundation by reading God's words, praying to stay alert and awake and proclaiming the gospel. Because it says, if any man builds on this foundation using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, his work will be shown for what it is, because the day will bring it to light. It will be revealed with fire, and the fire will test the quality of each man's work. When it talks about the day will bring it to light, that is today. It is every day that I'm standing before the Lord Jesus. I'm living before Him. My whole life and my heart, He sees everything. And so when it talks about building on this foundation, on Jesus, am I going to build it with just hay and straw, which will easily be burned up, or build it as it, when it talks about gold, silver, and costly stones? Something of value, something that will stand, that will endure the fire the test to build upon this foundation not on experiences, feelings, or emotions, but on God's words, which is all truth. Because when the test comes, it says if it is destroyed, then we will not receive the reward. And when we talk about tests, I'm reminded of the persecuted Christians all over the world. They're actually going through physical tests. They're being persecuted and they're being killed for their faith. But for us, we don't have that. But the test, I think God has shown me that I am here to fight and overcome is being prideful, being angry, being lazy, and just being in my comfort zone. That is the test God, I think he shows me that that is how the devil is working, especially in the Christian's 
in America, especially me, and Christians who aren't going through persecution. And so because of that, we must fight. It's not just about if I'm doing better than some other person, but what is good and pleasing in God's eyes. Again, that day is today. I'm standing before God at this moment, and He sees everything. And so this also reminds me where in Second Corinthians, Paul says, Examine yourselves to see whether you are, whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Jesus Christ is in you? Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? So it says again, Examine yourselves to see whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not realize that Christ Jesus is in you? So everywhere in my life, at home in my family, in all aspects of my life, I pray that I focus on Jesus in me. And I want to check and examine myself to see whether I'm living according to God's words and living like Jesus. And the best way to really check myself and repent is reading God's words. So that everywhere in my life, the foundation is Jesus. And for me to have an unshakable faith to even withstand the fire. And this unshakable faith comes from Jesus' resurrection and in God's words. And when we talk about these tests, it says in First Peter, These have come so that your faith, of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, it may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. So that your faith may be proved genuine, true, really believing in Jesus. And that, that faith is to the end, not just the beginning. Like a runner running a race, it doesn't matter who starts, but who finishes. We're called to have a genuine faith to the end. And to the end is every moment, every day of walking with Jesus, of holding on to His words, and praying desperately and sharing the gospel, so that when we are tested, we will receive the reward. Amen. Don't you know, this is what Paul says next, don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple, and that God's Spirit lives in you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy him. For God's temple is sacred, and you are that temple. I'm thankful that God has made me a temple of God where the Holy Spirit dwells so I may be personally led by the Holy Spirit. And because I'm God's temple and God's Spirit lives in me, I can't sin but live a clean life before God. So next, it says, So then, no more boasting about men. All things are yours, whether Paul or Apollos or Cephas, or the world, or life, or death, or the present, or the future. All are yours, and you are of Christ, and Christ is of God. And that, this is the promise God says, I have everything in Jesus because I belong to Jesus. I have everything. We are of Christ. I belong to Jesus. And in Jesus, I have everything. And so even though I may still be worldly in this sinful nature, 
I overcome by having the mind of Christ because I belong to Him and I have everything in Him. So praise God that Jesus lives in me. And I pray to hold on to Him every day and build my life around Jesus and His words to stand clean before God and offer my life as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. Amen. Thank you so much for listening, and please stay tuned for more as we share God's words and share the evidence. Thank you.